1: That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again.
0: You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. Today is episode number 87 of this program. Man. I I know it sounds silly, and you don't care, but uh, it honestly feels like we just started this program. We kicked it off, uh, what, mid-December, and it's been you and I chatting back and forth uh, ever since then. Uh, we've gotten together now 87 times. That's pretty good. How, how am I doing? How are you feeling? Are we feeling these airwaves uh, between one and three each day uh, with adequate content and insights and information and... I'm not too obnoxious for you. Uh, let me know how I'm doing. Five seven five zero zero is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Five seven five zero zero. But also, love to hear from you via Facebook. Uh, one of my efforts is to grow the audience there. We're able to, to share uh, some like multimedia stuff there. I've been doing Facebook Live each morning, giving a little preview of the program, uh, giving you a little bit of insight into my home. Today, today I introduced uh, Rachel the cat uh, to Facebook Live. That's how things are uh, in the era of social distancing. We are scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I did an interview uh, with my cat. You can find that if you're curious on Facebook. You just type in Lee Lonsberry. You'll see my face in a, a logo for the program live, Mike. Uh, check that out. And uh, Anyway, it would be great to hear from you. I'm just getting a little nostalgic here. 87 episodes in. We're only, uh, what, two weeks away or so from uh, 100 episodes? <sighs> All right, well... As you and I have been getting together here on the radio for the past little while, we have faced a lot. Uh, One of the things that the the federal government has done, at least to try to ease uh, some of the pains being felt by uh, you and me and the economy and uh, everyone out there, is to issue these stimulus checks. Now, uh, Senator Romney, who I spoke to just yesterday on the program, uh, would uh, like you to to think that uh, it's not exactly a stimulus that a stimulus is probably not the appropriate word to apply to these checks. And I, I tend to agree with him, uh, but just so, you know, so we understand what we're talking about, up and using this word, uh, stimulus. Uh, he, he says that stimulus is a word uh, best applied to circumstances where the economy is underway. It just needs a little boost. Uh, stimulus. And what he points out here is that the situation is much more dire than uh, merely a sluggish economy, but rather uh, we are right now facing one that has uh, pretty much come to a screeching halt and one of the ways that the federal government at least has it in mind to, uh, to jumpstart that economy once we start opening the doors of business again, letting us uh, ease up on the social distancing and uh, hopefully emerging on the other side of this coronavirus threat, is through the issuance of these uh, stimulus checks. Um, listen, I, I'm going to continue using that word stimulus, although I do agree with Senator Romney. It's just a, so I'm using a parlance that we can all understand. Uh, these stimulus checks of about $1,200 uh, per American Five uh, five hundred bucks for for each child. I have over the past couple of weeks had the occasion to speak to a number of people uh, in various positions, and I've asked them about the the, the hypothetical spending of of a certain sector uh, of our population, and it is those individuals uh, who have, through at least so far. Uh, not been uh, too dramatically impacted economically uh, by this uh, coronavirus. This is those individuals who, uh, and I'll count myself among those, I have been very, very lucky to be employed by uh, a company that will uh, make the Uh, the appropriate accommodations for me to work remotely. I've been broadcasting here from my guest bedroom the past few weeks, uh, and I'm very, very grateful to to KSL and the engineers, uh, Aaron, and everyone who has helped me uh, with the equipment to pull this off. Uh, What that means is uh, I still get to uh, draw a paycheck. I don't have to face the fears that I know so many others do and that breaks my heart and I want to do what, what I can to help out in that vein. And so I have been talking to people, uh, what, should, uh, what should individuals do uh, in situations like mine, let's say, who are able to continue working from home or from whatever situation uh, and yet are still on the receiving end of uh, this stimulus money? And uh, <clears throat> I-, I asked uh, most recently... Certified Financial Planner Shane Stewart over at DMBA. I uh, I asked him. Uh, uh, I've got a couple sound clips from him, but I I asked him uh, about this very question. Uh, Robin, back in uh, broadcast house, would you mind playing the second clip, please? Let's say. Uh, that there is an individual who still has an income, they're able to work from home, uh, they're able to make their mortgage payments and pay the bills and keep a roof over their head and all that, all the the, the shelves are stocked with food, and yet they are still on the receiving end of this $1,200 uh, stimulus check. What is the most productive way for that individual to contribute to the overall health of the economy? What should they do? Uh, what should someone do with disposable income, with the stimulus check they receive?
1: I love that question because it, it, you you uh, qualified it with to stimulate the economy. You know, selfishly speaking, there's different things you can do with it, but in order to if you if you have a real goal of stimulating the economy. You would spend it on goods and services, or if you're really altruistic, and I love this idea that some have mentioned of actually going out and finding those who have lost their jobs, aren't going to make the rent this this uh, time, and maybe helping them as well find a way to help other people and or to spend, to stimulate the economy, spend on consumer goods,
0: maybe even
1: uh, buy those plane tickets that you've been meaning to buy, but buy them for in the fall when you feel like that things will subside but somehow spending that money and stimulating the economy or giving to those who are in need
0: to spend and and survive giving to those in need now that i believe is the 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 route that i would advocate for the the strongest now who uh, or where can you give this type of money let's say you are of the charitable mind and you've got this money to share uh to whom could you give this money look around your own circle. Look at the uh, the circumstance of your siblings or your parents or maybe your children or your in-laws. Uh, not everyone uh, is as lucky as you. Not everyone is in a situation that is as comfortable as you. And some of that discomfort and some of that misfortune uh, may be a lot closer than you think. So it might mean you have an uncomfortable conversation with Uh, Who knows, maybe your mom or your in-laws or who knows who, Uh, but there may be folks in great need uh, right within your reach. Uh, So talk to them. Uh, Talk to them frankly. And if you are of the charitable mind and if you have the financial flexibility to do this, would you consider giving that money to someone you know uh, who might need it? And if your family circle is taken care of, uh, maybe you look uh, to your faith circle. Maybe you think about the folks with whom you typically would gather each Sunday to worship or Saturday or whenever your services are called, uh, and think through the circumstances that uh, might be being experienced by the folks in that circle. Uh, reach out to them. Ask if they could use some help. Uh, because, uh, as we have learned just this morning, uh, the unemployment numbers continue to climb. The request for unemployment insurance uh, money uh, continues to climb. And uh, it is going to be a while before we are able to climb out of the hole in which we find ourselves right now. Uh, So let's, uh, as we have heard repeatedly, uh, continue uh, to look at this challenge as one that we are facing together. We are in this together, uh, and we'll get through it together, and we'll do so uh, by looking out for one another. Anyway, uh, that is my uh, rant and rave uh, on that topic. Oh, you know what? Can can I share one more thing with you on on this topic uh, about where you might be able to... To, to spend this money if you are able to do so, if you have your own needs met first, because that's, you know, I hate to invite you to, to think selfishly, but you do need to take care of yourself first, all right, uh, and only if you genuinely have the ability to share, uh, then, then then look for that opportunity. Uh, yesterday, we spoke on the air with Ron Gibson, who is the uh, president of the Utah Farm Bureau. Well, I got a, a text message uh, earlier this morning, uh, if, I got a text message from the Vice President uh, of the Utah Farm Bureau and he sent me this. I'm just going to read it to you straight and then we'll go to break. Uh, This is uh, from Rex Larson, Vice President of the Utah Farm Bureau. Uh, One idea uh, that I would like to share with you is to help the youth who have been preparing to show their 4-H and FFA steers, pigs, and lambs at the Utah State Junior Livestock Show. That show was canceled yesterday, which leaves these young people without an outlet to sell their animals after months and months of hard work. Uh, And so you understand that if you uh, are are in that world, you understand the the unfortunate hit that these uh, young people took uh, with the cancellation of that uh, Utah State Junior Livestock Show. So if you've got any of those folks in your circle, uh, maybe reach out and and see if there's some livestock you might be able to take off their hands in exchange for uh, a few dollars. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, When we come back, we'll be speaking with Utah Congressman Chris Stewart about opening up this country for business. Uh, and we'll be speaking to, uh, Miles Hansen, President and CEO of World Trade Center Utah. That's all ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.